Welcome once again to the radio ministry here at Jackson First Baptist Church. What a privilege it is each and every Sunday afternoon to come and spend a few minutes in God's Word with you right here on this wonderful radio station. I pray that you you appreciate them and let them know that you're watching, or excuse me, listening to this radio ministry. We are Jackson First Baptist Church. We've been here 170 years in this county. And God has blessed us greatly, and we believe our best days are right now. And we'd love for you to check our ministries out at jacksonfbc.com. We'd love to have you come and join us in, in one or all of our services on Sunday and through the week. And uh, we meet Sunday morning at either 9.30 or at 11, two worship services for you. You've been thinking about checking us out. Why don't you come? We invite you to come just as you are. You don't have to dress up to come. You can if you want to. We just say this, as long as you covered up, we're glad that you kind of stepped up and came. And we're going to love you. And I believe that you'll be loved. We have child care. We have small groups. We have Sunday school for you. We have community groups. Just love to be a part of your life. So check us out on at Jackson First Baptist Church. Again, we'd love to be a part of your life. Today, I want to finish up the second part of a, of a message I began, or just a study, a talk together that I began last Sunday evening, entitled, Timely Words for an Out-of-Time World. Timely Words for an Out-of-Time World. I believe that you would agree with me. I said this last week, that our world is in a desperate place. We need answers now. Not yesterday and not tomorrow. We need answers now. Answers to the problems that are going on. I encourage you, if you'd like a copy of, of what, what I shared last week, you can, you can go online at info at jacksonfbc.com, info at jacksonfbc.com, and we'll send that right out to you. But, but I'm picking up on the second part today. We talked about last week some things that you need to do, that, that you should end every day with a clean slate before God. You also should look for people to love every day. And, and you should, beyond a shadow of a doubt, friend, not only look for people to love every day, uh, you should leave nothing to chance. You, you, should, you should reach out to people because Paul says, I want to read it to you again. He says this, besides this, you know the time, uh, Romans 13 and 11, that the hour has come for you to wake from sleep, for salvation is nearer to us now than when we first believe. The night is far gone. The day is at hand. And then he says these words, So then let us cast off the works of darkness and put on the armor of light. Let us walk properly as in the daytime, not in orgies and drunkenness, nor in sexual immorality or sensuality, not in quarreling and jealousy, but put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provision for the flesh, to gratify its desires. Now let me pause here for a moment and say here that Paul uses, as I shared last week, he uses the word time. He also uses a, another usage of the word when he uses the word hour. Now think about this. We have so many hours in the day which make up the time that we live. There are 24 hours in the time of a day. And they are seven days in a week. And they are, are 52 weeks in a year in America. But we know not how long of that time we have. Paul here is writing to people who that, that they needed to understood that they were out of time. And they needed to do something in their life right now with their time. Now you say, Pastor, what's going on in our time? 
Well, when you look at the world, you see that our world is in a mess. You see a world that is at odds with each other, and sadly, more importantly, they are at odds with God. You say, Pastor, what's going to happen in the future? Well, friend, I'm not sure what's going to happen in the future, but I know this, that there's going to be a time when that Jesus is going to return. Jesus, just before that, His crucifixion, came out of the temple and was asked by His disciples what would be the signs of the end of time. And Jesus responds to them in Matthew chapter, recorded by Matthew, in Matthew chapter 24 and verse 36, these words. But concerning that day and hour, no one knows, not even the angels of heaven, nor the Son, but the Father only. For as were the days of Noah, so will be the coming of the Son of Man. Now, you might ask, who was Noah and what were his days? Noah lived some almost 6,000 years ago. Noah lived before the great flood. Noah lived in a day in which that the creation of God had rebelled against God. And according to Genesis 6, every intent and the thought of man's hearts were evil. So for 120 years, yes, 120 years, Noah preached that unless the people of the world repented, God was going to destroy the world. No one repented except, listen, Noah, his wife, and listen to me, his children and their wives. And so those got on the ark and God destroyed the earth. The Bible says in Genesis chapter 8 that when they came off of the ark, that God said, I'll never again destroy the earth by a flood. And he said this, that men's hearts will still be evil from their youth. Now think about this. Unless something happens, someday men are going to run out of time in this world and we need some timely words. Jesus said of their time that they were eating and drinking, they were marrying and they were giving in marriage. They were literally doing what they wanted to do. Now listen to me. I want to give you three statements that Paul gives. I shared these with our congregation, and I want to share them with you on this Sunday afternoon, maybe as you drive, maybe as you are sitting by a pool, maybe as you, are, you have your, uh, your earphones in and, and you're headed to, over to run or, or something. You're, you're going through life, living out your hours and your time, but you don't realize that you may be out of time. Three statements, or just three short statements that Paul makes. He says this, wake up, and then he says, straighten up. And then he says this, step up. Wake up, straighten up, and step up. What do we need to wake up to? We need to wake up to the reality that this world is going to end. As Paul writes, he is very clear with this. He says this, you need to awake from your sleep. Now, someone who is asleep is someone who's resting and they're not engaging in any time. Activity. And Paul says, for the church, it's time that you wake up. Twenty years ago, approximately, Adrian Rogers, that great preacher at Bellevue Baptist Church, stood before his congregation, and he challenged them to cease rolling over and hitting the snooze button on life and pulling over the covers and letting the world go to hell. That was 20 years ago. He talked about the apathy. He talked about the antagonism against the church and how that the church had laid down and gone to sleep. Now, Adrian Rogers has been dead for quite a long time. And what he said is coming true in America today. It is high time, the King James Version of the Bible says, 
that people wake from their sleep. Now, for friends, people sleep for several reasons. I believe that people can sleep if they have no concern about those who are around them. You see, if I'm not concerned about you and everything is about me, then friend, I don't have no concern about where you're going or what you're doing. Where I live, I can hear the, the, the main traffic from Highway 16. And I can hear when the sirens go off. I can hear when the ambulances go by. And there's many times I can honestly say, shamefully, that I spiritually was asleep. That it did not bother me. I did not even think about where the people were going to help others. But then there's been so many times when I've prayed, God help whoever they're going to. Protect the policemen. May they make wise decisions. Protect the fire people as they go. And see, friend, here, Paul is saying, wake up. Now think about this. He said, our salvation is nearer than when we begin. If you're a Christian, you don't have to worry that even though we may seem to be out of time in this world, because you're going to live for eternity with God. But the world is out of time. And Paul says, the church needs to wake up. But Paul secondly says that the church needs to, think about this, the church needs to straighten up. You say, Pastor, what do you mean that the world needs to straighten up? Paul says here in this text in Romans 13 that it is high time that we come out of the life that we were living and we were to live a different way. When you see, you see, listen, every Christian has two things you can say about their life. They have a, a, a what I call a pre-existence without Christ. And they have, now listen to me, they have a life with Christ. So let me ask you, do you live as if you are you're living your pre-existent without Christ's life or living your life with Christ? Paul says here, the night is gone, the day is hand, at hand. Let us cast off the works of darkness. To cast off means this. You take literally take off the dirty clothes spiritually that you had. That you now cast off those experiences that you had. You cast off the way that you used to live. Paul gives us an illustration of what these look like. He says that, that men engage in sexuality and sensuality. When I researched this, I discovered that there was the Roman God that they worshipped in that day. And what they would do was have a weekly feast where they would get together and they would drink until they lost consciousness of morality. And so when they would lose consciousness of morality, they, they would then engage in all types of sex of all kinds. And so they would live, listen to this, without conscience. And I believe we're living in a day that when you look at people, they need to straighten up. You see people that do things that they in the nighttime that they wouldn't do in the daytime. But sadly enough, because time is running out, there are many people doing in the daytime what others would only do in the nighttime, which should never be done. Jesus said men are lovers of darkness rather than the light because their deeds are evil. You see, friend, I'm going to tell you this with all my heart. If you're a Christian, I'm a fellow Christian, and God said, wake up, and God says, straighten up. We need to straighten up and live as if it's daylight every day. We're to cast off, we're to take off the clothes of unrighteousness. And you know what Paul says? Paul says this, put on the Lord Jesus Christ and put on the armor of light. The armor of light, John MacArthur says this, is literally the holiness and the righteousness of Christ placed upon us at the moment that he cleanses us. You see, when you see me, if you see the light of Jesus, that's Jesus in me. Because apart from him, I'm asleep 
and I'm dirty. But what Christ has done, He has changed my life. And friend, I want to say to you today on this radio, on this radio station, our world is out of time. And our world, friend, needs a timely word. And the timely word is for the church to wake up and for the church to straighten up. But thirdly, I tell you this, it's time for the church to get up. It's time for the church to get up. The scripture says, put on the Lord Jesus Christ. I love this. To put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provision for the flesh. You say, Pastor, what does that look like? When you, Listen to this. When you are awake, you've cleaned yourself. When you've straightened up, you live the way you're supposed to be. And then you can show up. Every morning, you can wake up and you can engage the world as a Christian. That's what we want to do at Jackson First Baptist Church. When you see us, we want to be engaging the world as a Christian. Just like I shared last week with Sherry and I in the donut shop, sharing Christ with that family, who, by the way, is plugged into Jackson First Baptist Church now. You need, friend, in, that, in your life, please listen, to engage the world as a Christian. You also need to do this. You need, as, as a good pastor said, you need to starve the flesh. The pastor of Relevant Church in Locust Grove said this, and boy, it's powerful. He said this, what, what you starve dies, and what you feed grows. What you starve dies, and what you feed grows. Dear friend, make no provision for the flesh. When a Christian steps up, or excuse me, shows up, you know what he does? He gets rid of the things of the flesh. For example, if you've been delivered from marijuana, Clean out all of your closets and all your dressers. Don't leave one, one piece of marijuana just so you'd go back. If you've been delivered from alcoholism, an old preacher said, it wouldn't do you well to take your horse and tie it up near a saloon. You see, when you have put off the old nature and put on the new, you learn to live in a different way. So here's my challenge. Timely words for an out-of-time world. Wake up, church. Listen, church. Straighten up. And church, get up so that a lost and dying world will see the light of Jesus Christ. Now, I'd like to take this moment and say to you that if you're without Christ, you need to wake up. Your time is short. Jesus loves you. He says, I'll forgive you. I, I, listen, I make my salvation available to you. It happens in an instant. If you will turn from your sin, I will come and I will save you. Jesus stands at the door of your heart and knocks. If you'd like to know more about this, Simply cry out, Lord, save me, and reach out to me in info at Jackson FBC, and I'd love to be able to share with you. I want to tell you that we love you here at Jackson, and we are glad to be a part of this city. Until next time, may God richly bless you.